This is a Pocket Universe podcast in association with William M. Gaines Agent Incorporated. EC Comics presents The Vault of Horror. <laughs> Good evening, kiddies. Getting near the witching hour, isn't it? Time for ninety-nine. But before we cut the lights, how about a bedtime story from your old Uncle VK? <laughs> Everyone comfy? Then we'll begin. Chiffon, the dead of Cape Colony, 200 years on, buried with their necklaces, their finest of rings, their gold and their silver and fancier things. They sparkle and shine, such beautiful charms round their withered old necks and their bony old arms. Wealth all but forgotten, except by one man, who one day comes up with the most brilliant plan. Cape Colony's dead, these folks he'll uproot, and pillage and ransack their long-lost loot. Merciless to all, he'll not be deterred. But trust me, it's the vermin who will have the last word. <laughs> this one's called Rats have sharp teeth. <laughs> Buried? Where in her wedding jewels? <laughs> A blasted book better be right. Normally, you'd find him in his ancient Victorian, one Abner J. Tucker, Cape Colony's historian. But on this dark night, he's come here to look for things he discovered in a centuries-old book. I shouldn't be too much further. Old Abner Tucker, his eyes all agleam who suddenly lifts out the most frightful scream. Ah! 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 Dang rats! Honeycombing this place with your burrows and your, your nests? Get! I said get! Ugh. 
And hello, Mrs. Dean. Oh, my lord. Here they are. Just as the book said. Emeralds. Thousands upon thousands of dollars in emeralds. Oh, flawless emeralds. Oh, why, thank you, my dear Mrs. Dean. I promise that these shall go to an excellent new home. Specifically, mine. They say, yes, they do. Fortune favors the bold, and a fortune in jewels this graveyard does hold. All of it? Mine? Oh, could be a million or more invaluables buried in this place. Oh, police. Anybody sees me digging up these graves, they'll haul me off to jail <laughs> or to a nut house. <sighs> no, 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 no. I have to think up some way to access these graves without risk of discovery. Yes, old Abner Tucker's disease mind is spinning. Miss Lucy Dean's emeralds, that's just the beginning. But how to get at it without anyone knowing of his highly illegal comings and goings? And then it hit him, like an H-bomb blast. The cemetery caretaker, he's recently passed. I will take over. <laughs> Laughed the old miser. I'll plunder and pillage, and no one's the wiser. The committee considers old Abner's proposal. He's perfect, they think. He's so antisocial. Let him take care of those stupid cadavers. So he gets the job. Well done, my dear Abner. He tends to the grounds whenever it's light, pouring through maps and old blueprints at night. Now he finds that he needs not the shovel, for under the graveyard is a long winding tunnel. Oh, my. A secret entrance from the cellar into a tunnel beneath the graveyard. Yes, yes, used before and during the Civil War to smuggle slaves up to the north, but not part of Tubman's Railroad. Hmm. And according to this map, the entrance should be right about here. <laughs> Armed with his flashlight, his map and his flask, he's back at the graveyard to begin a new task. Follows a trail, set out on the floor. 
yeah, yes. Here's the tile in question. I just have to remove it, get it up somehow. There's the switch. And lo and behold, there's a hidden trap door. Oh, goodness. This is fun. Down Abner goes into the aging catacombs to find the gold of Mr. Lee and the coins of Mr. Holmes. All right, Mr. Lee. Wherefore art thou? <laughs> More blasted rats! That's right, run, you little bastards! Run! All right. All right, Mr. Lee. According to the map, uh, your grave should be right about... Mm, here. Abner toils and slaves away. The rats, they watch with great dismay. They see the evil in the eyes of this man. Invade our sanctum. No, this will not stand. The chamber. I I've reached the chamber. I've reached the chamber. <laughs> Oh, and here you are, Joseph Lee, Cape Colony's greatest skinflint. <laughs> Actually thought you could take it all with you, didn't you, you old bastard? <laughs> there. There's your money belt. Stuffed to the brim with gold coins. Oh, it's so heavy. Oh, it's so heavy! <laughs> I'm a rich man! I'm a rich, rich man! <laughs> yeah, but, but I'll leave it here just for tonight, Mr. Lee. Just for tonight. Till I can find a suitable place to hide it. <laughs> the rats, in a language only they understand, hatch a cruel, vengeful, and desperate plan. Abner has gone, hear them fight, hear them claw, on the old money belt from which they now call all of Joseph Lee's gold, yes, every last cent, between their teeth, then they make their descent, they carry the money deep into the passage, score one for the rats, who now have the advantage. <laughs> Come the next night, old Abner's perturbed. The money belt's empty. The grave's been disturbed. What, what? what where, where'd it go? Where'd it... Oh, but I see the marks. The marks where you best dragged it down into the tunnel. Steal my gold, will you? I'll teach you. I'll teach you. But good, you filthy little beasts. You want a war? Y'all want a war? Is that it? Yeah, I think you do. So off Abner runs to his home to prepare. 
But the rats have a plan too. Abner better beware. All right, you little bastards. Let's... What the... What does Abner see on his bottom dresser drawer? Why, a rat-sized hole that wasn't there before. No. No! I don't believe it! I don't... They, they took him! They actually took him! Mrs. Dean's emeralds, they took him! All right. All right. You're all dead. Every last one of you. The rats have lit up his inner fire. He makes traps and fences from chicken wire. He cuts up chunks of tasty treats. Hope y'all like dining on poisoned meats. <laughs> And so he returns, Abner the Sinner, with a paper bag full of the rat's deadly dinner. Come and get it! <laughs> Come and get it! The rats, they appear. The rats, they do dine. They fall by the hundreds. All dead from strychnine. But that's not enough for old Abner, oh no. This'll keep you at bay. <laughs> you got nowhere to go. That's right. Y'all are pandying real good, ain't ya? Now, try and steal my gold. Come on, come on! Let's see you steal my gold now! All right, back to work. And don't you worry, I'll get my emeralds back. Right after I get all of Gaffer Pondleby and Lawrence Holmes's fortunes. Yeah, see here. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. You two are quite a ways down, ain't you boys? <laughs> well, that's all right. I'll just shore up the tunnel with some wooden beams to keep it from collapsing before I start digging. This the rats heard, call wooden beams? In their secretive language, they plot and craft schemes. Revenge, they squeal, they will make this right for their fallen brethren tomorrow night. Mm-mm, pimiento cheese, nothing like it, mm. Oh, lovely lunch on a lovely day. <laughs> Only good thing about eating in a cemetery. <laughs> no one to interrupt me. <laughs> All right. Now, after I open Pondleby and Holmes's graves, I... Oh, goodness. Squire Jackson, buried with his collection of gold coins... Oh, my goodness gracious, if this is right, 
I'll have enough from those three to retire. And once I find Mrs. Dean's emeralds and Mr. Lee's gold, I can get the heck out of this one-horse town. Move to someplace nice, oh, with lovely ladies and tropical sunsets, where they serve you drinks with those little paper umbrellas in them. Oh, yeah. That'll be so nice. While Abner J. Tucker dreams in the graveyard, the rats, they are working. They're working oh so hard. The planning is done, and now they commence to nibble away on the age wire fence. Free from their prison, the rats now they race towards the big wooden beams designed to brace. Shh, listen. Cretan, he fails to notice the beams they have weakened. Hello, Mr. Pondleby. Oh, you are a heavy one, aren't you? And since you're probably withered down to nothing, I'm betting all that extra weight because... You got gold! Oh, you got so much gold! It's even more than I thought. Well, thank you, Mr. Moneybags, for your generous contribution to the Abner J. Tucker Retirement and Relocation Fund. What the... The tunnel! Ye gods, the tunnel! Bastards! Nord! The, the tunnel supports! You little bastards! I'll kill you! I'll kill you all! Oh, somebody! Someone get me out of here! Get me out! Get me out! Please! Somebody! Anybody! Get me out of here! Up on the surface is calm and serene. 
No one can hear Abner Tucker's loud scream. Not even the rats who sit on his tomb, enjoying the quiet and the light of the moon. next from the vault. More horror? More inexplicable fear and fright? Well, imagine you've been driving for two hours through a blinding downpour. At times, you can hardly see the road ahead. Headlights don't help. They only reflect back from the sheets of driving rain, giving the eerie effect that you're following a solid wall of water. This is one of my favorite stories. I call it The Strange Couple. <laughs> you promised you would change the password on Melvin's video game account. Audrey, can we talk about this later? It's been two hours driving through this thing. I want to focus on the road. Okay. I'm sorry. Be careful, honey. Call me when you get to the hotel. I don't know when that will be. I can barely make out the road. I really gotta go. Okay, call me or text me when you can. I will. Get some rest and kiss the kids for me. At what time's your follow-up appointment again? Monday, 3.15. I'll be back by then. Good night. I love you. Love you too. I can't, I can't see a damn thing. But he won't stop. He'll barely slow down. Those must be some important clients he has a meeting with in the morning. Risking his life in a storm like this just to sell software. It does not compute. <laughs> Such a loving husband, though. Wouldn't you agree? <laughs> Hello, you. Baby, where are you? On my way. But I gotta go slow. This rain's ridiculous. How far out are you? Well, there's nobody else on the road. The GPS says I'm an hour away at regular speed, but it's going to be at least two hours before I get there. Heck, I'm not even sure I'm going the right way at this point. Oh, boo. Well, you're just going to have to stay an extra night. <laughs> what do I tell Audrey? Tell her they insisted you meet with the VP of Finance before they closed the deal. I'll think about it. She might actually buy that. You want to order in some... What the... Martin? Yeah, hold on. There's something up ahead. Don't stop. It might be a zombie. <laughs> it's a state trooper. <laughs> well, that's how they try to trick people. <laughs> oh. What's the problem, officer? Sorry, the bridge is washed out. 
You'll have to turn around. Why didn't somebody close the road farther back before I drove all this way? Can't say, mister. Uh, farther back is in my jurisdiction. That's the Department of Transportation's job, and they're on the other side of the bridge telling those people to turn around. Is there another way through? There's a dirt road. It'll be on the left a quarter mile back. It doesn't generally flood, but it's pretty bad. About six miles long, then it crosses the river on an old one-lane bridge. By that point... Okay, thanks. I'll figure it out on the GPS. Well, this is probably a bad idea. Why don't you get some sleep? I'll call your room when I check in. You sure? I can hang on the phone with you. You sound tired. I'm exhausted. I appreciate your... Uh, well, I'm amazed that didn't happen sooner. Uh oh Almost? Almost? Oh, that cop's gonna have a big laugh when I call him to ask for a tow. Damn it! You know, it's, it's fine. I'll just... I'll go to sleep and... Hmm. So, Martin has to sleep in the car. And with a warm bed waiting for him at home and at his destination. But right before he dozes off, a light shines through the blackness of darkest night. What? What the...? Maybe it's a house, he thinks. Maybe it's help. Maybe they have a goddamn landline and I can get a tow truck out here. I could still salvage my meeting. I hope someone's here. What the? The light's not on anymore. The house is old and run down. The shutters clattering against the windows. There's something foreboding. Something creepy about it. My kind of place. <laughs> But the storm, my car... It... No one cares. You're not wanted here. It's dangerous. Go away. I can't. I'm stuck. My phone doesn't work out here. Please, Hepzibah, let the gentleman in. Oh, no. Thank you. Let him come in. I wouldn't turn away a dog on a night like this. Thank you, sir. I'm stuck on your road. I was wondering if you could put me up. Go while there's still time. Please, take off your jacket. Hang it here. And you mustn't mind my wife. She's not well. Oh, uh, I see. Yes, I'm 
sorry to say. That's why we live out here in the middle of nowhere. I can keep my eye on her, take care of her, keep her out of trouble. Of, of course, uh, I understand. You know, my wife isn't well either. Listen, I hate to ask, but do you? Something to eat? That's my duty as host. Wait here. Take off your wet shoes. I'll go down into the wine cellar and bring up a bottle of my best vintage. Uh, I was I was actually... He's downstairs. Now is your chance. You must go. He won't follow you outside. Please, I beg of you. You are in great danger here. My husband is inhuman. Uh, inhuman? My husband, he is a vampire. That is why you must leave, trust me. The bottle he's getting, it's almost empty. It's not wine. It's blood. You'll see. Excuse me? It's too late. Here we are. You'll join me. It'll warm you right up. I'd rather not. Was it something she said? Uh, Why must you say these things about me? Stop talking and go to your room. Now, go. Please, Fedor. He seems like such a nice young man. He has a sick wife at home. Uh, she, she's in remission. I said go. <laughs> Upstairs, my little Hepsiba. <laughs> uh, it really is amazing. Anyway. I see that I must tell you about my wife. Hmm. She's always been my delight. But now, she is insane. Hmm. Hopelessly insane. Hmm. With an affliction worse than any fiend could imagine. My wife is a ghoul. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, what? We had a dog. One day, it died. Hmm. I took it out back and buried it beside the garden. That very night, I was awakened by the sound of a shovel in the soft earth. I looked out my window. It was my wife. Why, why are you telling me this? I want you to know the truth. She was digging up the dog's grave. I went down and outside immediately. She was gone when I got to the garden, but the dog's corpse was still there. Partially devoured. Oh, I think I'm going to be sick. And you want none of this? Thank you. No. Uh, just a little water. Mm, suit yourself. <clears throat> oh, water? Thank you. He killed the dog. He drained its blood. But animal blood is not enough to curb his appetite. Hey, maybe I should just go. Oh! oh. Uh, what the hell was that? My car! You shouldn't have parked so close to that tree! Oh. <laughs> it's too late. I warned you. <laughs> it appears you're staying. Sorry about your car. I have the key to your closet. It backs onto another closet in our son's bedroom. Lock it. Or she will try to sneak into your room that way. Uh, okay. 
I didn't know anyone else was here. Our son lives here as well. He works nights. <laughs> Come, I'll show you to your room. I hope you find it accommodating. I'm just looking forward to putting this day behind me. Mm, excellent. <laughs> Don't forget to lock the closet door. What the hell's going on? Lock the closet door. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll lock the closet door. <sighs> I better text Debbie, tell her she's sleeping alone tonight. Uh, no bars. Crap. Nobody knows where I am. Okay, I'll just... I'll barricade myself in. Let's put the bureau... against this door. And the bed... against the closet door. With me on it. That little hag won't be able to push it open. Man. This has got to be a sick joke. And Debbie said to be aware of zombies. <laughs> what is that? Is that the vampire? Or is that the ghoul? I must have been dreaming. <laughs> oh, I was dreaming. Holy crap. Oh. Hey. I hate the idea of being without you. Look what you're missing. <laughs> hmm. I can't believe I'm sleeping in my car with her waiting for me at the hotel. But right before he dozes off, a light shines through the blackness of darkest night. Maybe it's a house, he thinks. Maybe it's help. Maybe they have a goddamn landline, and I can get a tow truck out here. I can still salvage my meeting. This is all too strangely familiar. You think? Hello? <gasps> go away, young man. I told you already, go away before it's too late. What? No, it, it couldn't be. Let the gentleman come in. I wouldn't turn away a dog on a night like this. Come on in. Come in. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the main bridge, it's washed out, and the state trooper said I could get across further down the road. But it's flooding, and I can't get through or, or turn around. That sounds about right. You hear that, Fedor? Our boy sent us a treat. <laughs> Your boy? The state trooper. There's no washed out bridge. What? We're just hungry. Hungry? Hungry? <laughs> 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 
I told you it was one of my favorite stories. A vampire, a ghoul, rain, thunder, fear, and a man who's got it coming. <laughs> What's there not to like about the strange couple? <laughs> Be sure to come back next time when someone in the vault says, This place. This place is haunted. <laughs> Rats Have Sharp Teeth was adapted by Lance Roger Axe from the story by Gardner Fox, Henry Kuttner, and Graham Ingalls, and starred Phil Proctor of the Firesign Theater. The Strange Couple was adapted by Butch D'Ambrosio from the story by Al Feldstein, and featured the voices of Brittany Byrne, William Dufries, Sarah Kennedy, Carrie Ann Loomis, Eric Moody, and Harold Withy, and starring Kevin Grievous as the Vault Keeper. Recorded at Mind's Eye Productions, Maine, and Invisible Studios, Los Angeles. Sound design by David Chen and Carlos Rodriguez Sound, and O'Shea Creative Media. Original music by Frankie Schulmeyer. Special thanks to Claire Kramer, David Uslin, Michael Uslin, Liz Galati, and Robert Southgate. EC Comics presents The Vault of Horror as a Pocket Universe podcast, directed by William Dufresne. Production copyright 2019 by William M. Gaines Agent Incorporated. All rights reserved. We're Pocket Plot on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. www.pocketuniverseproductions.com and www.eccomics.com.